When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hazel's bowled! Shamar Joseph has bowled the West Indies to the most romantic of victories. And one of the truly great upsets in Test cricket history. He's off on a lap of honour. <laughs> it's a win and events that will reverberate right through international cricket. And it might be the saviour of West Indies crickets. Shamar Joseph is a legend in his second Test match. Oh, brilliantly called as always by our own Jared Waitley on SEN Cricket. Yes, that was uh, spine-tingling stuff from Jared. What a day it was, Tim, at the Gabba. Now, I want to ask you this straight between the eyeballs. You are the former Test Captain of Australia. Were you barracking for the West Indies yesterday? No, I was not, and I never <laughs> would, and it annoys me. I, I get it from a fan's point of view. It annoys me when I hear past players commentating and almost barracking. I find that really oh, hard to listen to. Tim, that was superb it was. yesterday. It was awesome for the West Indies. It was not great for Australia. No, it wasn't great. It wasn't but... a great performance. And I don't like... I just don't like it. It feels a bit uncomfortable. It's like, why are you barracking against your team that you played in? Well, as I a... get the picture. It's great that the West... Everyone wants the West Indies to be good. Everyone wants Test cricket to be really competitive. And so from that sense, as a fan, I get it. But if that's the team I played in, that's my team. Yeah, I get it from your perspective. You led that team. From my perspective as a journal, I'm barracking for the story. And that story yeah. was unbelievable yesterday. It was. It was amazing. And it is, in a way, great for Test cricket. I still think they're a fair way off. I don't think last night fixed Test cricket no. and the West Indies are all of a sudden this powerhouse. They found another bowler. Um and it just goes to show, mate, if you can get two guys bowling in excess of 145, you can beat anyone. Yeah. And they've now got the Joseph twins. <laughs> who can, who can put the wind up teams, for one, with genuine speed, but they've also got skill and accuracy and, and can knock you over. And I thought they did. They bowled superbly. Um, but from, from an Australian point of view, we, we didn't bat very well. No, we and didn't. I don't know what you thought, but I... I mean, I was thinking last night when I watched it, and I, I was thinking a little bit in the first innings, like, what's going on here? Because man for man, we should destroy that team. What has happened there? Well, I don't know. You'd have to be in there. For me, it just looked like a team that was probably a little bit fatigued, mentally and physically. Well, it has been a long, It's been a big a 12, 12 months, 12 and that's months, what I was yeah. trying to go through in my own mind. So to win a World Cup, to win Test World Championships, to... Uh, have an Ashes series in England. There's a lot of really big emotional highs. And I don't think they went out and like, geez, we're tired or we can't be bothered. But sometimes there is a drop-off in the mentality. Um, and the last test of the summer, stinking hot, high humidity, it's not an excuse. I'm just saying I saw signs of fatigue. And I think that was mental as well as physical. And I think it was on the back of what's been a really, really big 12 months for a huge number of those guys. What did you think of Pat Cummins' decision to declare? Trailing, day two, 
Um, I know you obviously see the reason why he did that yeah. to, to get them under lights, but in hindsight, well, you look back now, yeah, hindsight, yeah. but you don't have the benefit of hindsight. And, mm. and I think most people at the time said, that's a great call because you want to bowl under lights yep. with a brand new pink kookaburra. Cause that is as difficult as batting ever gets for those that have done it. It's, it's completely foreign and the ball moves around and it's not the easiest ball to see. Certainly to focus right in it. Um, so, yeah, if they'd have taken three or four wickets in that spell, then the game was probably over. But to the West Indies' credit, they got through it without too much damage, one wicket. And they they were. They were plucky. Um, but I, I don't love giving teams um, glowing endorsement for having a crack. Mm. I mean, you're playing international cricket, and we're saying, oh, geez, they're plucky, and oh, geez, they're competing, and oh, isn't it great? Yeah. That's... It should be. That's the standard. It's test cricket. But what I did love about the West Indies, which reminded me a little bit of the olden days, was the flair. And we saw, mm. we're seeing some characters and the passion and the energy and yep. the celebrations when yep. they get wickets. That's what I remember as a kid, watching Viv and watching Brian Lara and watching Carl Hooper, who I've just spent time with. And, and I did enjoy seeing Carl yesterday cry yeah. in the ABC box because he was... It's been a long, hard road for those guys to have... West Indies cricket at the pinnacle and all the hard work they put in it to, to see it erode decade by decade and, and some of it avoidable in the way the game's governed over there and, and what how the money's controlled and spent and or not spent. Um, so for them, it was an amazing day. To win at the Gabba is one of the hardest places for touring tides all around the world to go to and win because of the bounce and the swing and the different conditions like us going to India. Um, and it was. It was huge and it was... In a way, I get that it was enjoyable. But. And, uh, yeah, but for me. No I, chance you were barracking for the West Indies. No, never barracking for an, another team that play against Australia. Not a chance. I'll tell you what I'm barracking for. And that's, well, I can't barrack for it because it's not happening. But we should have had a third test in Hobart this week. Why Why are these stupid two-test two series? I don't know. Well, there's obviously no time in the calendar, is there? What happened to Bell Revo having a test every second summer? When was that? That was uh, happened for a long we time. We never get tests. Anymore. We used to though. Every second summer we get a test, and it just and Canberra started taking one here and there, and it just sort of. It's well, if got you look lost. at the crowds for the West Indies, the, and hopefully, like I said, the West Indies go back to where they were, and then they are box office and they sell out. Yeah. But the West Indies at the moment, or Pakistan, or Bangladesh, maybe they are better off playing them at Blunston Arena yeah. and at Marnica, absolutely, and grounds like that. Yep. Um, Wasted opportunity, I think. I mean, there was that was the shame about yesterday. That that was a test match that was on the line. And there was three thousand. The days before it had been awesome mm. and really good to watch, and there was no more there than a shield game. Mm. Yep. And again, if that was down here, we'd get smacked. Absolutely roasted. Yeah. And f- yeah, the weather played a part, I guess, earlier in the day when we thought. Who knows what was going to happen with it? But, hey, I want to ask you about the, the makeup of the Aussie team as well because we haven't had a chance to unpack this yet. Steve Smith opening, Cam Green at four. Um, your thoughts on that? It's only a, a really small sample it size. Yep. Um, but the decision around that? I, I, I wouldn't have done it, but I get why they did. So Why wouldn't you have done it? Because I like... Uh, I, I would have picked Marcus Harris or Cameron Bancroft to open the batting because I think they deserve it. And why do you think they didn't do that? 
Well, my only thing is, obviously, from what I read, is Steve wanted a new challenge and wanted to re-energise himself. And if he's gone to you as a selector and a coach, averaging 60, one of the best players we've ever produced, and he wants to do that, then you probably do do it. Um, I can't think as, hell, as well, maybe it's a bit of a game style because they've got Usman who's takes his time and, and bats for a long period of time and, and he's in unbelievable form and doing an amazing job. But he scores his runs pretty slowly. He's a really relaxed, calm, goes about his work. Maybe if you put bangers up the other end with him, we're going to lunch at none for 30. Yep. And I think the game's moved past that. So again, to have... Aussie has always had Davey up the other end who gives that counter punch. Maybe Steve Smith is a slightly more attacking player who puts the bowlers under pressure a bit more yep. and allows us to score quicker because you need to be scoring quick now in test cricket to give yourself time to take the 20 wickets. And England is someone who have done that really well, although they've taken it to an extreme. But gone are the days where you can sort of be setting 220, 200 in a, in a test match day. And I think maybe they wanted someone to partner with Usman that gives them a bit more, bit more punch and a bit more scoring. Text in here on the Harcourt's open line, back to BBL, and it's called and titled My Hurricanes Rant. It's from Matt in Lena Valley. Uh, It's in in, uh, numbers uh, here, Tim. Number one, stop having games on the same day and time as JJ's. Well, I think it was only one, and uh, to be fair, they were good crowds crowds of both. Yeah, so, but but yes, okay. Agreed. Not not ideal, yeah. Or an afternoon and a night, joint ticket. He says we didn't buy memberships this year because of that. I thought it was pretty lucky there was only one clash, to be fair. Uh, number two, please review ticket prices. To get a seat, we are the most expensive in the nation by a long way. $40 is the cheapest, $95 for a family. GA costs the same as elsewhere, and you have to sit on the ground or stand, which not everyone can do. Number three, I like this. Why don't we play the song anymore? Written by the great Tim Payne. Is it true? You wrote the song? Uh, not by myself. I was at the old line in Adelaide having a few beers after a win once, and we said, we, we don't sing a team song. We should sing a team song. It was myself and the physiotherapist at the time, Stuart Williamson. And what was what, what's, what's it to give us a few bars? The Hurricanes were on the march. No, sing it, Tim. No, I'm not going to sing it, mate. Because you'll just replay it. And yeah, you and it it's funny. <laughs> oh, I'll get it, get it up, Hamish. It should be on YouTube or something. Yeah, get it up, Hamish. We could bring us into the next It uh, was a great segment. tune. The Hurricanes have won the game again. And it used again. to play over the speakers. Yeah, I remember. When we won. Mm, I do remember. And everyone that. would sing along. Would they? Yeah. <laughs> not, <laughs> like, not like yellow and black with the top. No, nah, not that theme. big. Not but that, yeah. but again, Brent, do you reckon that's what they did the first time the Richmond song was played? Or True. did that grow over Good time? Point, Tim. No, I like you it. you got to stick with stuff, Brent. Number four here from Matt. Go back to the Kane Train hashtag on socials and promotion. The Tasmania's team thing just doesn't work for the fans. I'll totally leave the agree team with that. stuff to the experts. Thanks for your text, Matt. Totally agree with that. I, I must admit, as a Tasmanian, I find it very hard when I see the hashtag Tasmanian's team and there's about three Tasmanians. Yep. Or bring both your programs closer together, have the Tigers players playing in the Hurricanes, and then go with Tasmanian's team. But I thought the Kane train, again, caught on. Toot, toot. Toot. Bloody two. We're going to get to a break. Uh, breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land at Pride Attachments. We're coming back for a summer catch-up next, Tim, to talk about some of the things that have happened. And here it comes. The Hurricanes have won the game again. We're on the march. Again. Again. Here it is. Sing it, Tim. We bat, we bow, we take control. There it is. It's not bad. Again, again. 
The Hurricanes have won the game again. Yeah, now side. Oh, the Champions League. The Harper. Yeah. Not bad, Tim. Don't mind it. Rough to a break. Back with more next.